Recorded live.
Welcome to the Waterman Files. Welcome to the Waterman Files. This is Dr. John Waterman coming to you from deep inside the castle. Good evening, good morning, wherever you might be. I'm glad you can join us. And uh, if you're listening on a podcast, welcome. If you're live, join us in the chat room on Unseen and ask or request to be added to that list. Eli's our guest today. We'll be right with him. I hope he's listening to this. We've been fighting a long time, and we have all lost so very much. So many loved ones gone. But you are not alone. There are pockets of resistance all around the planet. We are at the brink. We are at the brink. We are at the brink. You are not alone. We are in this together. You are not alone. You are not alone. Ground crew, you are not alone. Ground crew, you are not alone. Ground crew, you are not alone. We are in this together. We're in this together. We're on the same rock for sure. And I'm uh, seeing the doors begin to open because the wall behind us in the room is beginning to close. Isn't it, Eli? Well, we're definitely not alone because Homeland Sabotage is definitely listening. Right? <laughs> yeah, they shut us yeah. off of uh, yeah. Genesis last night after I, I think I said CDC uh, too much, and boom, oh, uh, it was man. over. I'm so disappointed <laughs> because I was on uh, Aaron, the Aaron Dakin show the night before, and they didn't they didn't shut me off. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, they shut they you off. Maybe. They, Wow. Maybe they were expecting you on my show or something. Yeah, you know. right. Well, I, I guess they heard uh, what your subject was going to be. My, mine was uh, ad hoc. We didn't decide on the subject until about 10 minutes before showtime. Yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, but I think uh, for some reason they're watching you more closely than they're watching me. I don't know why. No, oh, I don't know yeah. about that. <laughs> <laughs> but... Um, uh, it's uh, well. I think your your background. You're a little closer to <laughs> the Illuminati than I ever was. You know. I'm oh just, boy. Yeah. Okay. You're probably right yeah. there. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You you just have more of those uh, Kazarians after you up there in Chicago. <laughs> yeah, that's right. all. yeah. Yeah. My my, uh, my my connection with the Illuminati is, is simply verbal. Yours is personal. You know. So uh, <laughs> you know, I, I understand that totally. Yeah. You don't have to go into any details, but no, no, we're not going to go into details. Yeah, but yeah, okay. they don't like me too much. No, they, I know they don't. Yeah, 
So, uh, yeah, and uh, <clears throat> you've got very close connections in terms of uh, military, uh, spy people, et cetera, et cetera. You know, I, I've never been involved with those people. You know, my, my connection with the Illuminati strictly goes back to Vietnam, you know, when I was a soldier. In Vietnam. Yeah, yeah. And, okay. uh, you know, and a little bit afterwards when I became a rebel in at the University of <laughs> Illinois, challenging uh, Jewish. But you weren't with the Weathermen then, right? No, I was not. I was never, <laughs> I never belonged to any left-wing terrorist organization. And, you know, and, but then, you know, in the 2004, I was a member of the Ku Klux Klan. And, you well, know, that, that, would, that, 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 that did it. That, <laughs> that, that triggered some alarm bells with the Illuminati. But, you know, I, I just want to say really quickly that, Anybody who understands who the Illuminati are knows that they absolutely control the left and the liberals. Totally, absolutely control the left and the liberals. And uh, their their fear is of right wing patriots, and that's who they fear. You know, they, they don't fear liberals. Liberals uh, are simply dupes of the establishment, and they're actually, whether they realize it or not, are working for the totalitarian dictatorship, not against it, okay? There are some liberals who actually believe they're working against the police state, but they're not. The police state is a left-wing operation through and through, and that's what liberals are. They're left-wing. Well, there's two kinds of liberals. I had a guy that uh, told me uh, that was very deeply involved in one of the very, very first organizations called the Minutemen, Bob DePew. Um, Neil Tate, those guys, which have all passed away now. Mm-hmm. But uh, they said uh, there's two kinds of left-wingers. There's the left-wing bigot, and then there's just the lefty. And mm-hmm. he says, now I can get along with lefties. I understand. They're just for, you know, human rights and right. wanting liberty. and and uh, But the bigot, now that's a whole different story. <laughs> He said the liberal bigot is your, you know, well, today they'd be your your Hillary's, mm-hmm. uh, Santorum, uh, you know, all the Israel firsters. Uh, right. But but the pure liberal is for individual rights. Right. Now, yeah. we might come sideways with them in a few areas, but uh, they don't have that bigoted agenda. agenda. Right. The, um, they, yeah. uh, the, the bigot over on the left wing is is horrid absolutely yeah the you know, political horrid. correctness bigot who uh favors a dictatorial government and a police state in order to combat you know the the rights of uh patriots basically mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. who and for them patriots are all neo nazis <laughs> so so you and they're I kind are of having neo-Nazis. a problem they're kind of having a problem with that definition because here's the the Kazarian agenda, which is up there in Ukraine, and um, they've got amongst them this group that's been labeled. Right. uh, And you know who I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. Nationalist, okay? Right. And now the U.S. is going to be training the nationals so they can fight uh, for the oligarchs in Kiev. And. uh, Mm -hmm. You know, it's right. like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I I thought we weren't supposed to be dealing with 
you know, the right-wing radical nationalist people. But golly, I guess, you know, that's the best tool they've got right now in uh, order to continue their push government that they threw on top of everybody. Well, as as we've uh, stated, uh, I think, again, uh, you and I are the ones who actually broke the news to the world that the coup against the Yanukovych government was staged by the Israelis with the mm-hmm. Mossad uh, hiring, uh, Mossad posing as both sides, as the quote-unquote neo-Nazis yeah. and as the quote-unquote liberals. Okay. Well, I exposed some more of that corruption in the uh, All News Pipeline website, and I called out names like okay. it was. I mean, I just laid it out, and it wasn't one hour later I was banned from the website and everything uh, I put up taken okay. down. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you're so such I, a troublemaker, Doc. Man, you, <laughs> you need to calm down and just be not so passionate about getting facts to the public, right? <laughs> so, you know, a lot of people are, have trouble getting to the website. By the way, for those that might hear this this podcast, in the archives, and you're going, how do I listen to this live? Well, you have to email me and identify yourself. Okay. Hello? Because, no, I'm not going to just put anybody's funny-looking email up there and include it in our ground crew group because uh, we're trying to avoid the trolls. Right. And uh, so it's been kind of nice, quiet, you know. Yeah, right. <laughs> And the, hey, and the Israelis have admitted that they're, uh, they actually have an entire trolling department, a trolling bureau, which is designed to uh, you know, disrupt true patriotic discourse. And they also post you know, responses and you know, uh, put them in uh, these places like I was at. Mm-hmm. And I was, I was literally outing some of those agents because I know who they are and I know what names they go under and I listed right. them all. Right. All of them. <laughs> okay. And and I said on this website there this and this and by the way these people show up as this and this over on um on uh, before it's news mm. doing the same thing and right. poof you know I'm like nuked. Right. It didn't take very long. It didn't take. I was just kind of wondering if I had dropped this truth bomb in the middle of all this, whether or not uh, that website would let it stand. Then I get, before it got taken down, there was a, like some comments about uh, who, in, how much did you get for selling your soul and stuff like that. <laughs> and, of course, they are slamming me, but they didn't take them off. Isn't that right. interesting? Yes. So, right. I, you know what? I could give a rip. I just, you know, that yeah. really bothers me. No, it doesn't. I yeah. just, I'd be lying to say it bothers me. Right. Well, we know give. that, you know, we have to tell the truth, uh, no, come what may. And the people who bash the truth tellers will ultimately be exposed. And, th- you know, thank Yahweh for the Internet because there are more and more, it seems like on a daily basis, there are more internet sites that are exposing the Zionists, the Zionist occupation government, the control of media by global Jewry, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And of course, they're they're kept corporations and they're kept press. It's becoming more and more obvious to the mm-hmm. average person that the mainstream news is nothing but make believe, 
and uh, they have no alternative but to turn to the alternative media, uh, which we are. Okay. That's right. Yes, that's you know what we that's are. interesting. Uh, you know, uh, Eurofolk Radio is doing a good job of putting up uh, a good quality, high quality stream, and yes. And uh, I had to back out of that because of all the technical stuff. And right. I'm just kind of waiting. But while I was waiting, I got deeply involved with Russia Insider, and so. I'm just like extremely overloaded. Yeah. Sure. Um, and and I can't really do both time frames. You know, I tried it for about three days, staying up early in the morning to deal with them, and I just it just wore right. me out, and I had to back off. But uh, you know, some of these sites like uh, RT has more truth than CNN. Of course. Of and course. Uh, you know, it's incredible how. Uh, we don't see, or they, the mainstream people, do not see the propaganda being built up. Right. It's it's a, a kind of alarming. There was a new video, and it's on YouTube, and I'm going to be putting it up. Uh, Eli, it's a um, it's one of those kind of propaganda pieces to rouse national fever or. Right and still nationalistic tendencies, and it came out of Russia. Um, it was like, have you ever, do you remember some of these, your American boys have been over there and, you know, fighting for your freedom in, you know, World War II, and here's some, you know, and all the crud you get from the History Channel about, you know. Right, yeah, we're how, supposedly fighting for democracy Despite the mm-hmm. fact that after what 2001, after 14 years, there's still no democracy in Iraq or Afghanistan. <laughs> well, and uh, who wants democracy? You know, we want a republic. Right. Want. Exactly. And well, uh, yeah, they got their democracy them. all right, uh, raw, ruled by the mob or whatever. Right. Exactly. <laughs> well, ruled by the the Jew-controlled media is really what it mm-hmm. boils down to. <laughs> Whoever can manipulate the public the best is the ruler. Yeah, that's, right. that's democracy. Yeah. yeah. Well, let me kind of kick things off with a question for you. Okay. I don't know if you read this in our little circle of emails that people get. Uh, this was posted four twenty three two fifteen on something called the Crux, C R U X dot com, and it says first look U.S. dollar substitute to go public October the 20th. Mm, The International Monetary Fund is one of the most secretive, powerful organizations in the world. The monitor, they monitor the financial health of more than 185 countries. They establish global monetary rules and provide bailout, in quotes, (laughs) not really a bailout, slavery, assistance to bankrupt countries. Or nations, it says. On October 20th of this year, the IMF is expected to announce the reserve currency alternative and will send hundreds of billions of these dollars around the world overnight. Mm-hmm. And so the web bot, by the way, was saying that uh, uh, this fall, the oppressors were going to control, uh, lost control over the golden, ramp up their their oppression 
and that they will literally begin to control everything that we can buy or sell. Gold, not just in silver, everything. Sure. Eli, tell, give me your thoughts on all of that. Well, it all goes back to the Bretton Woods Agreement, which was uh, concocted after World War II, uh, which was the uh, putting of the Federal Reserve note, not the U.S. dollar, because the Federal Reserve note is not a dollar. Most people don't understand that a dollar is actually a weight of silver as defined by the U.S. Constitution. It's not a piece of paper. It's a weight of silver. And uh, so the Bretton Woods Agreement uh, created the Federal Reserve Note, made the Federal Reserve Note the global currency, currency by default, which everybody would uh, value their other currencies according to. Okay, so the Deutschmark would be valued according to the Federal Reserve Note, the British pound, et cetera, et cetera. Okay, so, but the promise was, and of course the bankers never keep their promises, was that the Federal Reserve note would be a stable currency. Well, we know that's not true. It never has been. They, the banksters keep on inflating their money because uh, by printing more money, they can buy stuff cheap. Right? That's basically what the principle is. So as long as the printing presses are going, and now today we have digital money, so they, they don't even need printing presses anymore. They just create so, so-called dollars on a computer screen and buy stuff with it. You know, that, that's how it really works today. And that's why the Federal Reserve note is inflating itself out of um, value. It's inflating itself out of value. Uh, Russia has stopped accepting uh, Federal Reserve notes. They're, they're asking for gold or other currencies. Uh, when Saddam Hussein stopped accepting Federal Reserve notes in exchange for oil, that's when the banksters sent the military, the U.S. military in for the second time, okay? And when Libya declared that they, they're not interested in the Federal Reserve note anymore and, and try to go on a gold standard, that country was attacked by mm-hmm. the Rothschild of armies, okay? So you have to understand that this Bretton Woods Agreement uh, created a, a global economy based upon the Federal Reserve note being the reserve currency the main currency okay but now it's being inflated to such a great extent that nobody will accept the federal reserve note any longer okay this creates a real problem for the fed what do we do now you know we've we've basically inflated our paper currency to such an extent that no one wants it anymore so what do we do all right well we'll just issue a new currency <laughs> all right whether it's the Amero or whatever they call it, doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my position, I, we, I think we've talked about this before, that they're going to claim that whatever new currency they put into circulation is going to be backed by gold. I say they're going to claim that because yeah. it's not going to be backed by gold. That's simply another part of the confidence game that will allure people into accepting the new currency, whatever it is. Well, the interesting comment about, you know, the confidence. Mm-hmm. The, web, the WebBot was announcing that uh, America was going to lose confidence and that they were going to have to deal with that pressure cooker over summer. 
Right. Okay. Yeah. So so there you go. That. It's coming. It's coming along. Yeah. Here's what happened though. Uh, talking about this. Okay. This new currency. There was a special meeting. Okay. This special meeting was. <laughs> The article's actually kind of funny. It says, guess what's been discussed at a new secretive bankers meeting in D.C.? The heads of Olympus meet. You know, that's very sarcastic, right? Right. The heads of Olympus, yeah, right. right. Zeus and everybody. Yeah, well, and the it actually, Yeah, the banking yeah, guys. <laughs> but you know what? In in that kind of tongue-in-cheek sarcasm mm-hmm. is a lot of truth because that's right. demigod, demigods are Descendant right. of a of a, right. of a guy, that, you know what well, I'm talking about. It, it's funny. This is the, today's subject because today I was just because uh, I'm going to be at Freedom Palooza uh, on July 4th, and uh, I, I'm uh, I'm doing sarcastic and satirical lyrics for old-fashioned songs. Right <laughs> now, you remember uh, Tommy James and the Sean Dells? Oh yeah, my, yeah. My baby does the hanky panky, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to change the lyrics to, my banker does the funny money. My there you banker go. does the funny money. <laughs> right? There you go. <laughs> okay. Now, we need to ridicule these people because they're crooks. They're the biggest crooks on the planet, and they're taking all of us for a joyride down the inflation rat hole. Mm-hmm. That's what they're well, doing. I haven't mentioned this clandestine meetings um, mm-hmm. uh, what it was, but here's here's when it happened. Okay. Friday, April the seventeenth. So we're talking like you know three weeks ago. Right. And it was very cloistered. It was very clandestine. So yeah. the pry information out of it was really kind of hard. But it yeah, ended like up getting Jekyll Island, right? Where, where yeah, the yeah, it was, was yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was one of those kind of meetings, and. Yeah. Uh, of course, it uh, was on financial matters, and now the organization was called. Uh, now it was put on by a group called the Official Monetary and Financial Institution Forum. Mm-hmm. I've never heard of it, but anyway, it's the same old what, crooks. <laughs> well, of course, <laughs> and here's name. what they said: <laughs> right. it was attended by a select group right. of central banks select group of crooks <laughs> right. and, and other and other official sector institutions yeah. government crooks right <laughs> yeah we get the picture now here is i haven't told you the title of the briefing though i just told okay. you the meeting here's the title gold like you were saying mm-hmm. the rabimbi now that's the yuan. That's the Chinese money. Rabimbi. Rab. Rem. Renminbi. Renminbi. Okay, I've yeah. not heard of that one. Renminbi. R e n b i n b i. That's the colloquial uh, Chinese term for their native currency. Uh, we call it uh, uh, very close. The yuan. Yeah, the yuan. Yuan. Y u a n. Right. And they just basically say remimbi. Okay. And, so they and call it remimbi, the we call it the yuan. Okay, yuan. And, and yeah. here's the rest of it. And the multicultural, uh, well, might as well say that <laughs> well, too. Well, that's but, true too. <laughs> and the <laughs> multi-currency reserve system. Uh-huh. Let me read it all together. Right. Gold. And let's, re, let's change remimbi to the name. 
gold and the Chinese money and the multi-currency reserve system. Now, here's what's scary. The web bot predicted that there was going to be an announcement coming really soon about China and gold and its impact on the world currencies. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, <laughs> this well, meeting, of course, is run by mainly, gee, gosh, both the World Bank and the IMF. How right? about that? Yeah, the, and they're going to toss the out United all their... Nations. Yeah, the United Nations. Well, of course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're going to toss out all their magic numbers to fix everything. And no doubt, you know, and I even have a billboard photograph of this currency, though it's called the world currency. It's an ad, an official Chinese bulletin board. And now the abbreviation, by the way, for that currency that we were trying to say is called RMB, okay? Mm-hmm. It'd be like you and I saying USD for the U.S. dollar, okay? Right. The currency, the billboard is on the left. It's uh, it's red and gold with this hand holding between its thumb and forefinger <laughs> a gold coin. Okay. And in that coin, that that coin is the O in world. Mm-hmm. And then it okay. says the world currency, and it says RMB, the new choice. Okay. All right. So it's on the way. It's on the there way. There we go. Yeah. Well, Doc, we've been predicting this, so uh, here it is. Okay, and uh, Incredible, because, isn't it? because the Federal Reserve note has been inflated to such an extent, and, and people simply don't understand that the Fed can print money constantly and is actually well. Remember Ben Bernanke, Helicopter Ben. He was oh, yeah, called that's... Helicopter Ben. Because he said, I'm just going to drop money from helicopters, <laughs> right? <laughs> and uh, they call it quantum easing, right? Uh, there's uh, no, no limit to the uh, amount of uh, inflation you can do when you have a printing press or a computer monitor, right? <laughs> so you can just create numbers. And then, can you imagine how many houses we both might actually own? And have paid off if there was no Federal Reserve. Right. Yeah, our, our dollars would still be worth what they were in 1913. Incredible idea. Right. When the Federal Reserve Bank was created. But the, the Federal Reserve Bank has inflated the so-called U.S. dollar constantly from 1913 on. Because why? Because the Federal Reserve Bank prints money so it can spend it on its own projects, whether it be a war, whether it be the welfare state, doesn't really matter. The Federal Reserve Bank is an unregulated private banking corporation which does as it pleases, and usually the vast majority of the time, the Federal Reserve Bank funds wars with its inflationary money. Eli, this is an ancient problem, isn't it? That's right. It's very ancient. Yeah. Why did they pick, why did the enemy pick this to fight us? 
Well, because it's an easy and a deceptive way of destroying co- uh, countries and, and forcing those countries to do your bidding by taking control yeah. of the economy. You know, it's like if if the country were a human being, it would be like taking control of the blood supply, mm-hmm. the, the, the number of blood cells thro- going through your heart every second, okay? So the number of dollars going through the economy, that's the heart of the economy. And the Federal Reserve Bank, just like the Bank of England in London and Deutsche Bank in Germany and whatever so-called national bank with quotes around it because these are not national banks, these are privately owned banks, always owned by very wealthy Jews such as the Rothschilds. And they use those banks to manipulate the countries. Just as, you know, if you were on, uh, let's say, life support, and uh, the, the nurse can control the amount of blood flowing through your veins and arteries. Well, if, if that nurse wants to, she can cut the blood flow off entirely and kill you. All right? She can turn the blood flow on and make you uh, uh, what, vibrant. Well, she can turn it, slow it down, make you sick, turn it back up, make you healthy. Right, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. Or she could turn it off totally and kill you. That is the literal power that the Federal Reserve Bank has over the American economy. Well, why didn't they just get up, pick a fight, shoot everybody, and knock us all off? I mean, if that's well, how bad yeah. they... Uh, well, the, the, because after World War One in 1913 was just before World War One, before just before our entry into it, and uh, part of the part of the purpose of the Federal Reserve was to get us into World War I. Okay. And so they had to create funny money to uh, pay off the various contractors who were involved in World War I. Okay. And then, uh, then they deliberately created the crash of 1929 to bankrupt all of the independent investors to, and steal mm-hmm. their money. Okay. They still okay. stole their, their money that way. And then they had a, a 10 or 15 year depression, deliberate depression, which the Federal Reserve Bank, all it had to do to alleviate the depression was to simply print more money at the time. Okay. But rather than print money at that point, see, their purpose was to bankrupt the American farmer and to bankrupt the small state banks, which were actually competing against the Federal Reserve Bank, which is a global, really, it's a global currency, as we've been discussing. And so what they needed to put the American farmer out of business, they needed to put the state banks and local banks out of business so they could uh, create their total monopoly. And uh, very interestingly, people don't realize, what happened when World War II, when we started to get involved in World War II, where did the money come from to... uh, for the military buildup. We were we were broke, so yeah. Yes. How could we? Yeah, where did the money that? come from? You know, it's interesting because we have bankers, central banks, instead of choosing to vibrantly increase the productivity of the nation and to give us more food and uh, uh, you know, help us with our infrastructure, which generates work and 
when you get done, you haven't bloated up like a fireworks, uh, you know. You know, going to war is like a, a man that hasn't gotten food for his kids but goes out and gets fireworks and then blows it all up and doesn't have any money left to feed his kids. I mean, that's what these banks are doing to us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, right. why would they pick the military-industrial complex and wars instead of vibrantly, you know, increasing and endearing us to the banking system, what's their problem? Well, it's... Am it's, I asking the right question? Right, right. It's, it's very simple, yet it's very complicated. It's simple if you understand economics. It's complicated if you accept the mainstream version of how our economy is supposed to work. Okay. And, uh, but let me put it this way. Mm-hmm. The reason why the Rothschilds assassinated Abraham Lincoln was because Abraham Lincoln issued government currency. The difference between government currency and banker currency is that government currency does not incur interest. Banker currency is spent into circulation by bankers with an interest rate attached so that anybody, in other words, banker currency is always borrowed into circulation at a certain rate of interest. Okay. All right. So then whoever the borrower is, and it's usually our government, our own government is the main borrower of this private capital. When under Lincoln, we simply create our own money, spend it into circulation without borrowing it from a banker at interest. Okay? (laughs) That's the difference. So in other words, when we rely on private banks to issue currency in our name, dollar, it's called a dollar, but it's not really a dollar. It's a dollar reserve. And another thing about the whole thing, though, is why do they always have to invest in military? Could it be that they know they aren't strong enough to physically destroy right. their enemy so they go ahead and invest it and get uh, this thing called the military industrial uh, complex their money mm-hmm. and then they control this huge dog by holding the tail Right, and they can make that dog wag by just holding the tail because they've got the money over the right. control of it sure well, and, then, and, then, and then the military doesn't they, don't they just do their bidding and that's the only industry we've got now yeah, that's about it. Well, there's two reasons why the bankers have to have wars. Number one, there's certain always rogue countries who aren't playing according to their rules. Okay, <laughs> right. And so those countries must either be eliminated or be brought under control. And we just talked about Gaddafi's Libya, and we talked about uh, Ukraine, and uh, well, uh, Syria is uh, also in, mm-hmm. in the uh, crosshairs, right? right? And any country which does not accept the Federal Reserve note or has not accepted the Federal Reserve note, and of course that was Iraq under Saddam Hussein, must be destroyed or taken total control over so that they cannot resist the global banksters. Okay, that's the name of the game. So uh, so the, the U.S. military, the British military, French, German military, etc., NATO, uh, 
the, all these military organizations are exploited, are used by the banksters to discipline any country that doesn't want to play the Federal Reserve note game. And do they do that because they don't have the capacity to discipline them themselves? That's right. Of course not. They're just banksters, right? They, they don't have their and own And there's army. not even enough in their group, even if right. every one of them was a special forces right. guy, they couldn't get it done, could they? Right. But, but also they, the, they have to keep the public in the dark that the banksters are actually the real military, uh, they're the real uh, boogeyman, Okay. See, so that's why they have to dress these wars up as if they were wars, quote-unquote, for democracy. Instead of coming, out, coming clean with the public, the world, uh, the public at large, and saying, well, <laughs> the only reason for this war is because Saddam Hussein doesn't want to accept our Federal Reserve notes. Therefore, we have to send the troops in to discipline him. Okay. All right, and then the second reason for these wars is as a sideshow to keep the public in the dark about what banking really is and the fact that, that banking is the true cause of all wars. Mm-hmm. Okay, so and number one is it's military discipline. Number two, it's theater. You have to keep this theater. It's like a Hollywood movie that always is blaming uh, the chaos on some, the, uh, let's say, the boogeyman du jour, okay, but never pinpointing the actual villain. The villain is you the know, Federal Reserve really, Bank. You know, there we had a comment in, in chat about population reduction. Right. Do they really give a rip about uh, whether there's too many Chinese no, I think the only one they're really wanting to reduce is one particular group. Right, right. Well, here, uh, this brings up a tremendous source of hypocrisy coming from the left and coming from the Jews, because I remember very clearly in the 1960s uh, at the University of Illinois and all the sit-ins that uh, were taking place all over the country, and the liberal propaganda was, oh, we're having overpopulation. The population bomb is out of control, and we have to reduce population across the board. Well, now we have illegal aliens flooding into America, overpopulating like rabbits. And where is the liberal? Where is the hand-wringing liberals complaining about the overpopulation today? It's non-existent. Uh, brother, I tell why? you what. Why, it's, Doc? It's, let me ask you why. Why aren't the liberals hand wringing over overpopulation today? Why are they not? Why are they not? Why aren't they making this complaint anymore? Uh, because in those days, the overpopulation was white people. <laughs> right? Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay, <laughs> that's where I'm going with this. Right. Okay, I got you. Now today, the overpopulation is not white people. They don't care about overpopulating our country with blacks and Latinos and and Muslims. They don't care about that. Why the only they population why? group they care about overpopulating is the white race. Therefore, why why do they do that? What's what makes them tolerate them or cause? A, well, I guess they don't even. Uh, we're talking about. Uh, the Khazar Jew. 
Right. That's what we're talking about. Exactly. Yeah. And and and, and yet their agenda that they've tried to to put here, um, they don't even put in Israel. I mean, they kick black people out of that That's like right. hot potatoes. Uh, more hypocrisy. Okay. Uh, in, in America, the Khazar Jews promote multiculturalism, right? But mm-hmm. in Israel, they kick the blacks out and send them to Sweden. <laughs> okay. Well, they have to multicultural that. So why do they do that to white nations? Right, because the white race is the enemy of the perfidious Jew. Say it one more time, White people simply don't understand that uh, the average Jew is brainwashed to believe that the white race and Christianity, our religion, are the enemy of all Jews, and Jews are trained to hate white people, and they're trained to hate Christians. And that's why their their behavior is always, if you look at it carefully, always anti-white and anti-Christian without fail. So that's probably why we've got the EEO laws. And uh, let me let me tell you what happened. I talked to, of course, I've been talking to a lot of Russia people lately. Right. One of the people there, way up in Russia Insider. Now we're talking about a a news platform that is uh, knocking the socks off of a lot of the, uh, I mean, it's kind of like RT, you know, Uh but it's not government run. It's, it's a citizen journalism, but it's doing pretty much the same thing, but a little bit different. Right. And uh, alternative media. Yeah. Yes. And it's very, it's growing very rapidly. It's got millions of readers, huge numbers, and and they're headed very rapidly into a full-blown media outlet uh, with uh, television, TV, uh, radio, which and all that. But anyway, they had some of their people uh, in a meeting with some really, really high-ranking white hats okay. in Russia. And they said to them, the white hat said, there is a war upon our people it's a luciferian agenda and one of their flanks you know one of their main weapons is the gay and lesbian agenda which i call homosexual and lesbian Mm -hmm. agenda against the nation of russia and the world and they posted up an article about a businessman in russia who said that we have tried to protect the minorities with a policy during the Bolshevik communist days, and it didn't work. And during that time, our Christian brothers from the West came and helped us, and now we have to go to the West and save them from the very thing that we got rid of. Now, isn't that amazing? Well, that's what Solzhenitsyn said when he finally came to America and realized that there was a particular ethnic minority in in total control of all news. The same ethnic minority that prosecuted and uh, ran the uh, gulags in the Soviet Union. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So So, are they turning it? You were talking about... You know they they have all these little these warring groups. 
So really, they just take off the hat and put on another one. Like, I mean, right. ISIS is Mossad, the Ukraine, isn't it? I mean, and ISIS yeah. started by, I mean, and the bankers are funding it. How'd they get so much money, right? Right. Yeah. Uh, uh, the the thing in Ukraine's Mossad and, and Banky are backed, and you know, and 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 this is going to be kind of hard for people to understand, but uh, it's probably uh, about ready to launch its war against the people in America, much like they've done in Ukraine. And uh, what I was wanting to say is, how much of that do you think? Is Jade Helm? Well, it, it certainly. Uh, well, that that actually kind of brings me to the the subject that I wanted to talk about today, uh, namely the police state, the emerging police state. Okay. In, in in America, and Jade Helm is certainly part of that. There, there's no doubt about it. And uh, you know, Aaron Dakins and I talked about it uh, Wednesday night that the the police state is here and it's not even debatable the so-called patriot act and ndaa all of these uh, draconian pieces of legislation have utilized false flags which we in identity call jewish lightning staged acts of jewish lightning right that are used as an excuse to blame on the boogeyman du jour okay and uh, the boogeyman du jour is the quote-unquote terrorists, ISIS, yep. Al-Qaeda. You know, never mind that ISIS is run by a Jew and Al-Qaeda is also run by uh, the Mossad, right? And uh, that Hamas is uh, financed by the Israelis. Never mind all of those things, right? It's that, that's all Jewish theater. Jewish theater and Jewish lightning are the primary focus of everybody's attention today but most people don't realize that it's jewish theater they they take it all serious it's orwellian theatrics designed to prejudice the american people primarily designed to prejudice the american people against some group that's anti-jewish mm-hmm. okay supposedly anti-jewish but they're really not those groups. Well, all the, those policies for all this police state came from advisors and think tanks like right. the fusion centers, and all of their policies came from one right. source. Yes. And I bet I don't even have to tell you. Yeah. It's well, not a four letter word, but it's even a nastier three letter one <laughs> okay. ADL. Yeah, ADL. Yeah, and so what, what the ADL, the World Jewish Congress, ZOG, there's another mm-hmm. three-letter. It's a Zionist occupation government. The, the organized Jewry around the world, what they do is they cultivate the enemy. Okay? Do you know what, what I'm saying here? Cultivating the enemy? They okay. create and finance the very the terrorist enemy. groups yeah. that they supposedly are, are not fighting against. But they're not. They're actually working for Zag. It's just exactly how they create many of the other scenarios. Let's take uh, let's take uh, school loans. Now the economy's uh, crapped out. Mm-hmm. Students can't find jobs, and since they're quote student loans from the federal government, they can make any law about their debt with them they want. And so now we have 
students having their driver's license taken when they get behind on payments, and they can't work because they don't have the driver's license to get to work, and now they can't. So how crazy can that be? So now they've created this school-to-prison pipeline because now these students can go to jail for not paying their student debt. We've got debtor's prison back. Mm-hmm. That's right. When yeah. you play with the beast and its money, right? they make the rules, don't they? Yeah. Well, it, it gets back to the banking system. All right, that's what it's all about. And, of course, who finances the, you know, first of all, Zog, the Zionist occupation government, cultivates the enemy. Well, who finances it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, the Federal Reserve uh, Bank and sure. the Bank of England. Sure. Okay. And, and, and the, all these and, entities and it, are totally run by the perfidious Jew. And they have each, each one of them have a head. And the only thing that keeps them from cooperating anymore is the ego that runs each one of these banks. Right. And, and, they're, and they're always the ones saying, well, I think I'm more important than you, and so they don't cooperate. But if they ever did cooperate, boy, you know. Yeah. And right now what stops them from being even more effective uh, against us is that ego well, I'm not going to well, let yeah, and, uh, well, Ber- have, Bernanke. is not yeah. going to take over my bank. I'm the French right. uh, uh, control the IMF, and the IMF's the most. No, the World Bank. The World Bank. I'm the ex uh, uh, Department of Defense, uh, Deputy Department of Defense uh, person for the United States, and I run the World Bank. No, you're not going to. You know, so you can just imagine all the stabbing that right, goes on. Backstabbing. Well, the old saying is, "There's no honor among thieves," right? And right. when we're talking about banksters, we're talking about the biggest thieves on the planet. Right. And right. Uh, even uh, a few years ago, one of the Rothschilds apparently was assassinated while uh, on a yacht. You know, hard to find out why, what was behind all of that, right? But uh, nevertheless, when we're talking about banksters, we're talking about the global bankster mafia run by the House of Rothschild. And the Federal Bank, Federal Reserve Bank, is simply one branch of that banking mafia. Okay, and these people do not care how many people die. They do not care how many people are impoverished. Mm-hmm. They don't care how many wars they have to finance to keep their sideshows going, so that people won't be able to figure out that the real problem is the banking system, not nationalism. Right? They blame all these wars on. Nationalism. Oh, we we shouldn't have all these separate nations. We should have a new world order, don't you know? <laughs> right? <laughs> and if we only had our new world order, then all wars would cease. So this oppressive regime that's coming, do you think Jade Helm's kind of the first thrust of the yeah. setting up? Yeah, uh, and, and Jade Helm is it's even if it's not intended to be a military exercise which i believe it's going to be mm-hmm. at the very least it will be an attempt to persuade local you know, towns uh, cities state legislatures to accept the presence of military personnel 
in public venues. In public places, which is yeah. a total violation of posse comitatus. Okay. Yeah, that's a mess, to, isn't it? To get us used to the presence of military people. In other words, they're getting ready to Palestinianize America. That's exactly what they do, isn't it, mm-hmm. in Palestine? Uh, right. Uh, now, let me let me tell you what I just found out. I haven't had time to tell you this yet. But going back on some information that I had about uh, the flu pandemics and so forth, about the time they had the outbreak of Ebola, which is what now? It's been rolling around about a year or so. Yeah, and nobody's gotten sick, <laughs> despite all the hype. Remember well, during that? the time the they, Ebola they was all They were trying to convince us that this is going to be the world's worst epidemic, and we were saying no. Well, no. Ebola isn't the topic, but during the <laughs> Ebola topic, uh, during that Ebola uh, frenzy, the CDC was able to sneak out something that kind of got un, undetected. And I'm kind okay. of wondering if that Ebola thing was to cover mm-hmm. this other thing. And the CDC put out a bid um, for help from small business. Now, small businesses, by the way, do not have the wherewithal to make vaccinations. They have to be big companies like Pfizer and those kinds. Right. Well, anyway, they were getting all these bids, and and they said, and here's what they were for. They were going to have, they were predicting the death of 60 million people by the flu. Mm -hmm. And so last, last year, I thought it was the flu coming last season, and of course, nothing happened, right? Right, nothing happened. I went back and I paid attention. Now, get this. They're ramping up, and their deadline to put this whole thing together for, quote, a pandemic that's going to kill 60 million people is supposed to be initiated, not last season, but for this coming flu season. And so everything has to be in place, get this, September 2015. Now, is that a coincidence with Jade Helm or well, what? Well, it's, yeah, it's only a month after Jade Helm is designed to end. You know, and of course, they're they're telling us. Well, they end on the September the 15th, and this is going to be oh, two okay. weeks before it ends. Oh, two weeks before it ends. Oh, very interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, because it's supposed to go from July 15th to September 15th, and and we talked about Rabbi Khan's. Uh, Judgment of America on September 13th, which falls within the period of Jade Helm, right? And And let me tell you just a little bit again, Eli, uh, the comparison of this kind of death rate to regular flu. Regular flu doesn't do this. Yeah, very very few people die from the flu. Well, they they die all the time from it, and they're compromised in some way, you know, normal flu. It's not large numbers. No, 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 not large numbers. But do you remember that we had this thing called the Spanish flu in America? Right, yeah. We lost 20 million Americans to that. That was in 1918? Yes, uh that time frame. A wonderful time, you know, right about the time the... And the, the, vast the Federal Reserve of had all the cash. That, the vast majority of victims <laughs> yeah, were vaccinated. The, the Federal yeah. Reserve just funded that one. Okay, anyway. Right. Uh-huh. The, uh, the the thing that ha- strikes me is that you've got this, um, this pandemic that's being initiated 
with numbers of 60 million, not 20, but mm-hmm. 60. Now, I was thinking they were talking about Ebola, and then I went back and checked everything, and first of all, I realized they weren't talking about last year's flu season and the Ebola. They were talking basically mm-hmm. about the flu. Right. Which I made, I made an announcement that they were saying that the flu was going to be worse than anything. Right. But I got the time wrong. I went back, and they were they met in 2015. And let me tell you something. Eli, you can't a year and a half ahead know that a flu is coming because they wait till right. it starts to be migratory. And then they go to its source in, in China and they pick up the virus and identify which one right. of the pandemic yeah, strains. Well, that's, that's where they test the new, the new vaccine. Right. So right. what they do is they say that it came, it comes from out east, you know, in, in China right. where it starts, and it migrates Swine, to birds. Flu, bird flu, right, comes, exactly. Yeah, it comes over here. Well, it's not bird flu, but it, it's a flu coming from from migra- migratory animals into this part of the right. world. Chicken flu. <laughs> and so here's what happened. They're saying now that we're going to have a pandemic that that will make Spanish flu look like a Sunday school picnic as far as how many are going to die. And they're saying that the time frame is September of this year. Now, isn't that kind of coincidental? A year and a half ago, they knew all this. And then all of a sudden, here comes Jade Helm. And now get this. Yesterday, the state of Iowa has declared a state of emergency because of flu. <laughs> wow. Okay. They made a big announcement, a, a, a huge announcement. So better line and, up and get your vaccination, folks. So isn't this kind of, do you see where we could go? Yeah. Can you imagine all the troops are in place. They've been deployed. Right. They're all where they're supposed to be. And then right before they're supposed to say, so to speak, pack up their bag and go home, oh, my gosh, we've got a pandemic. Why don't you yeah. give us martial law? Yeah, or, or start rounding people up into detention centers because they're all sick. Right? I've always Presumably. said, don't be surprised if they start handing out door-to-door uh, you know, pamphlets yeah. like you and I had talked well, they're they're not, gonna be. Yeah, because we've we've gone through this before. They have mm-hmm. tried. The feds have tried to impose a mandatory vaccine program twice now in recent history. Okay, and uh, with scare tactics, you know, it was the swine, swine flu and yeah. the bird flu. Okay, yeah. line up and get your vaccination so you don't get it. Well, nobody cooperated. And lo and behold, nobody got sick because it was all concocted by the government, okay? So the, the, the feds, and of course we're talking about the Illuminati and Zog, are getting tired of trying to trick us into getting vaccinated. So now they're going to use the military to do the job, okay? And if you don't get your vaccination... Well, you have to come to a detention center and get your vaccination. And if you're lucky enough to survive, <laughs> then maybe we'll let you go home. But if if you don't, if you do survive, maybe we'll just keep you here at the detention center. Well, okay. just leaving out the vaccination baloney, mm-hmm. and just say, for example, that 
you know, they are planning to have a pandemic. Right. And then they ramp it up and people start getting sick. Mm-hmm. Now they say, gosh, it sure is nice that the military happened to be in Texas or California or wherever, you know, most of those states are. Right. Southwest and Texas. Right. Yeah, well, since that's happens to be where the flu outbreak has started, why don't we just use them to help with this horrible, right. horrible thing? Yeah. And by the way, we've got uh, quarantine centers for them, and if yeah, they don't Walmart. cooperate, we, we can <laughs> we can Walmart. put a, <laughs> right. We've got uh, grenade launchers to blow them out of their house if they don't right. want to go. Yeah. You know that kind of thing. Yeah, and since they're they're all sick and not right in their heads, we better confiscate their guns. Right. right? So we'll go okay. door to door. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Yeah. I can see. Now, you're, see, you're this a conspiracy is theorist, Doc. <laughs> <laughs> but I can see that. And, Un- and, and unrepentant. <laughs> <laughs> well, the only reason I know this, uh-huh. and nobody's talked about this, is because that's what I follow, right? Right. And nobody's put two and two together to talk about this. And sometimes I think, am I crazy? Or or are these just coincidentally uh, popping up at the same time? Right. You know? We'll just right. see, right? Right. Well, you know, it, it, what's really going on is the federal government, uh, of course, with the ADL running the show, is creating a police state. Mm-hmm. And they're using every possible excuse to create a police state. Even, even the Freddie Gray scenario. Oh yeah. You know, yeah. They're, they're, now they're trying to blame uh, the police, you know, quote unquote racist cops for the Freddie Gray uh, encounter. But uh, three of the six cops who've been charged with murder, talk about a rush to judgment, <laughs> are in fact black. Okay. Oh really. Three are black and three are white. Well, they're going to have to be because that whole city is primarily a black city. Right. Where are you going to find a, you know, so yep. where are you going to find a white guy in a cup? Yeah, well, uh, I think, if I, as I recall, the video where Freddie Gray was being picked up and put into the squad car or, the, you know, the paddy wagon, uh, the t- two of them were definitely white. Uh, I don't know about the third one, but... Uh, Three of the co- three of the cops were white and three of the cops are black, and what the mass media, what the kosher press is not telling people, is that Freddie Gray had had an, a back operation uh, about ten days before, and that uh, he had a bad back to begin with. Okay, mm-hmm. and uh, now these cops who picked him up in that video, they were not mistreating him in any way. They simply picked him up and you know walked him over to the paddy wagon and put him in. They did not brutalize him or punch him or anything like this. There's no violent act committed by those cops in that video. But how are they supposed to know that he had had a bad back and that he had uh, back surgery 10 days before for a broken back? Okay. Now, what was Freddie Gray doing riding his bicycle 10 days after having back surgery? Oh, you don't usually do that. No, you don't usually. You'd be pretty stupid to do that. Okay. But we're not why would you have smart. a switchblade in your possession, which is the reason why he was arrested? 
Now, we don't want to whitewash bad things that white people do. If they happened to be abusive, they were abusive. Right. It wouldn't be beyond the, the Zog government to start this friction between these races right. in order to invoke what? Right. Martial law. Martial law. <laughs> Martial law. So uh, I think, uh, Doc, what we're seeing here is a multiple boogeyman uh, jade helm operation uh, we could, you know, they're obviously trying to provoke race riots, okay? Yeah. And they're yeah. putting their police state people in place to, to quote unquote, control the rowdy masses when the government itself is staging these race riots, okay? Mm-hmm. And then at the same time, and they've been trying to get us sicker and sicker and sicker. They've been trying to convince us that we have to have vaccinations against these fictitious diseases. And of course, when you when you take a vaccination for one of these fictitious diseases, it will make you sick. <laughs> so then, now they've got. Well, a, all we need we don't even need to have a forced vaccination agenda. We right. all they need to do is announce we have a pandemic, and and right. they could go, and yeah. then they could just start marching on us. You know, right. so to speak. They just have make an announcement. You know, you believe the government. We're here to help you. And if you don't like being vaccinated, well, then we, we may just have to kill you because. You know, we can't have sick people walking around. <laughs> Jade Helm. Uh, you know, you know and of course, a lot of, peop- and a lot of people think, oh, we're going to be able to fix this because Rand Paul's running for president. <laughs> and all we have right. to do is, you know, and yeah. time just picked Rand Paul to fluff the Koch brothers up, you know. Right. Uh, time magazine is out with its list of most influential people. And each of those people gets a custom blurb of why they are so great mm-hmm. and why the lo- world just loves them. And so David <laughs> and I think it's Charles Koch, though they're on the list. And, of course, are they all wearing their yarmulkes in those photographs? Yeah, they probably are, you know. <laughs> right. Because we know that Rand Paul went to Israel uh, with his Jarmica and banged his and, head against the wailing wall. Yeah, yeah, he bobbed, he bobbed yeah. over yeah. there like a... Bob, Bob like bobbleheads. Yeah, all like Bob, a cork. Israeli bobbleheads is what they are. Cork on, on rough water, Eli. <laughs> yeah, bob right, up and... exactly. All <laughs> our politicians are nothing but Israeli bobbleheads. There you go. Yeah, that's <laughs> what they are. That's what they are. Isn't sure. that disgusting? I mean, it why don't they disgusting. go to, uh, say, India and go to some Buddhist thing and light some incense? Why don't they go to uh, uh, wherever and go to their religion and do all their yeah, right. mumbo-jumbo? You know? Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Right. And the ironic thing is that the ACLU is constantly on the warpath of uh, uh, trying to find out if there's somebody's violating the separation of church and state. Why don't they ever investigate the Israelis and the Jews, whether they're violating the separation of church and state? Because they're the ones. That's right. The problem we've Jews got is too, right? they're the ones doing the. They're the ones doing the checking. They're, they're also right? bobbleheads. That's right. Okay. So, wait, 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 are we gonna? What's gonna happen? I mean, you know, a lot of people are getting frustrated. I'm getting frustrated. Where is this going to lead to? Race war. That's that's the bottom line. Race war, it's unavoidable. It's inevitable because the Jews want one. Now they, they they're trying to avoid a rebellion, okay, a, an uncontrolled rebellion such as we had in the American Revolution. 
Oh, we'd win that one. Oh, we'd we certainly would, win that one. If we so could wake up our American they're people. They're trying to do a controlled uh, you know, military-style operation where you know, they're trying to head off uh, you know, Lexington and Concord. Well, they don't want to miff off Joe Sixpack down in his man cave. Right, right. Because if they got all those guys out, they know they'd lose, right? That's right. That's right. So it's got to be very controlled. It's got to be scientifically manipulated uh, race war where, of course, Whitey gets the blame. Okay? And uh, so they start rounding, rounding up white people like uh, militia, patriots, <laughs> constitutionalists. Uh, American revolutionaries, uh, neo-Nazis, Christian identity, right? Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, you're getting mm-hmm. a picture of who they're going mm-hmm. to round up. They're not well, concerned what, about what, rounding up blacks and Latinos because they have those people totally under their thumb. Why, then, if this is under so much control, is the Federal Reserve moving their facilities from New York to Chicago? Well, because I think that New York is going to be targeted again. And uh, there's also a possibility. Uh, I've been hearing rumors that there's a an asteroid impact expected uh, sometime this summer or fall, which means oh, that boy. some tidal wave activity might really mess New York up bad. Ah, uh, okay. so, so the rats are leaving the Right. And of course, cave. they're not going to tell us. They never tell us anything. Right? Because they want us to die. They want to decrease the population from 7 billion to half a billion. Mm -hmm. Right? That's That's the plan. That's the uh, Agenda 21. That's the Club of Rome. The Club of Rome is basically behind Agenda 21. They've been doing this for decades. And, uh, of course, like like Bill Gates and even Jacques Cousteau. uh, Oh, Kissinger, who, who says we're all a bunch of useless eaters. <laughs> you would have thought that old guy yeah. would have shriveled up and died by They're now. They're somehow keeping him alive. <laughs> I, I mean, they must be putting him on ever-ready batteries. That's yeah, all right. I can, you know. Right. Just, he's, he's the, yeah. he's the uh, mascot for the bunny. That's all there's got yeah. to be to yeah. it. You know, I got something I want you to cover before you, you're gone okay. here, so all I'm right. going to give you like 20 minutes for it. Okay. Um. The WebBot report said that this summer, particularly in July, is going to be massive amounts of uh, UFO activity, underwater UFO activity. And you know what? It's already kind of started. I've been seeing some very, very long videos. Right. Uh, They've been over Russia. And I'm going to tell you, they're like, it's like watching. Do you remember the movie Independence Day? Yeah. This thing was huge, and it just stayed in one spot. It was massive. Okay. And it just sat there. Yeah. And people were going berserk. And they're starting to show up. Well, give me your thoughts. What's going on here? What are we going to be? Is well, is this real? Is there going to be a problem here? Yeah, I'm not really concerned about uh, extraterrestrials. Um, what I am concerned about is the government staging, you know, using any excuse to as a, as a ploy for instituting martial law. Well, how fact, about interdimensional activity? Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, the, 
Well, I'm I'm on the record as stating that CERN, the true purpose of CERN, is to create a uh, you know an interspatial time warp, uh, where a portal, where Mm -hmm. uh, entities from uh, another dimension can come uh, you know come and go. Kind of like remember we we've talked about Mount Hermon several times. Well, I think the real purpose of CERN is to create one of these time portals where their demonic entities can enter our world. Okay, that's what I think. They've CERN been is here really before. Uh, they a lot of them got wiped out uh, in Noah's day. Mm-hmm. Now that does not. Let's just pretend like they all got wiped out in that flood. All of them. I have always told people, why do you think they can't come back? How did they get here in the first place? They can come that same way, you know? Mm -hmm. So it doesn't mean that that just ended it. Right. In fact, before they got wiped out, we had a whole bunch of hybrids, right? And all they did was show back up again because, I mean, look at David. He was fighting Goliath. Yep. Where did Goliath... Where does giants come from? <laughs> and his and his favorite and his favorite uh, buddy Bashan, you know, the king of Og, you know, and then uh, 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 Christ Himself said, "The bowls of Bashan surround me." While he was dying on the cross, that's what he said. Mm-hmm. Right. The bowls of Bashan. Bashan was that, folks. Was that area where this king ruled over, and right. the king over those people, and they weren't Adamic people, folks. Mm-hmm. His bed was 19 and a half feet long. Right. Well, it's interesting you mentioned King Bashan, because I want to talk about the Higgs boson. <laughs> okay, right. go for it. Okay. The, boson, the boson's going to bring Bashan. That's right. what I was saying. There you go. Because scientist Stephen Hawking, who has been on record uh, numerous times stating, I am an atheist, I don't believe in God, has now warned, quote, that the Higgs boson, the so-called God particle, could cause space and time to collapse. That's not good. I I would think that's not too good. Yes. Says Mr. Uh, Hawking that Higgs, quote, has the worrisome feature that it might become meta-stable, which sounds to me like it means unstable, at very high energies and has reignited unfounded fears that a black hole could be created. (laughs) Now, if you can control, have a controlled black hole, I mean, the amount of energy that CERN utilizes, and, and it's a big circle, right? It's a... 37-kilometer diameter, or is that a circumference? I forget which. Diameter circumference, circle. yeah. Okay. And, uh, and I know that uh, people who've been observing it s- said that when they fired it up after the electric sh- uh, short circuit that coincided with the uh, plane crash that was blamed on a, on a German pilot, okay, that when they fired it up, it blew out half the uh, the sky, you know, the electric electromagnetic field of the hemisphere when they fired it up. This this piece of equipment is probably the most powerful magnet ever built. Well, you know, they just did a test fire of it at huge voltage, and they're getting ready to go to its uh, 
produce an electrical charge to make it happen, this next test, with so much energy that man has never produced that much before. Right. Yeah, they're um, playing do you with know fire. When, yeah, when, that's, when's yeah. that going to happen? Do you know when that's going to happen? Well, I mean, they're still experimenting. So the public stance of CERN is that they're trying to find this boson particle. Yeah, I know. They, 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 uh, tune, they, they're tuning it up right now. They just did a tune-up uh, shot. They just shot some, and they're going to, like, crank it up a thousand times more powerful on the next one. But I didn't know if you knew when this next is going to be three no. months from now. And I didn't yeah. know if you knew it. Because that might start fitting in with everything. Day. Well, Maybe yeah, some... I mean, uh, it, uh, and let's bring, uh, we might as well bring um, uh, Nibiru in, into uh, play oh, okay. here. Okay. Because uh, there's a really great uh, video, we have it up on Eurofolk Radio, by Marshall Masters, mm -hmm. uh, saying that uh, Nibiru is real and it's coming. And the increase in large meteorite strikes, such as one that really uh, struck in Russia and was visible by thousands and thousands of people, and and uh, it didn't, it wasn't a direct mm -hmm. hit, but the uh, sonar impact broke windows, uh, crumbled buildings. It was a devastating effect. Now, mm -hmm. and he says we're going to have more of these as Nibiru gets closer and closer. Okay. And uh, the uh, let's put it this way: the astronomical evidence that uh, Nibiru is actually a little uh, uh, solar system like our own mm -hmm. is the, the highest probability. And most scientists have actually bought into the idea, since most star systems in the universe have been discovered to be bi uh, binary stars. Sure, there were two sure. stars revolving around each other that why should our solar system be an exception, okay? And it's not an exception. And we found that Nibiru has a, uh, you know, uh, the, the, rot the rotational period of the two stars around each other is once every 3,600 years with the last, uh, last rotation or last by flyby being around Noah's flood. Oh, wonderful. Okay. <laughs> So, so, if, so, if we've got, to, so you can expect the level of devastation. Okay. So if we've got, you know, you were talking about uh, the collapse of time right. and space. Okay. Time and space, those are dimensional terminologies, time right. and space, right? <laughs> right. Yes. Uh, I've thought about where the Father might reside. Where is he that we can't see him but he can see us? Well, he'd have to be in another dimension, maybe oh, in a dimension that, right. and, and and maybe he's in a place where time and space are collapsed together, and maybe that's why he knows what's going to happen yeah, in the future, <laughs> and and, that, right. and that's why he said, "I am, I am, that I am," mm -hmm. because he's in the past, the present, and the future all at the same time. Right. That would be a dimension where time and space have collapsed together, but he's able to exist in it. Right. Now, yeah, if you bring the, yeah, right, and but that also happened to be where all the bad guys used to be, right? Yeah, and, but, and they uh, fell, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So you know they don't have the power, uh, the interdimensional power that they used to have. So now they've got to use science, 
here on Earth to try to right. do what, what they couldn't, what they can't do anymore because they lost their interdimensional power. Okay, so uh, the, the, it's your guess is is as good as mine as to how CERN is going to play in. I have a feeling that Project Bluebeam is going to be involved. And you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the devil's advocate on Bluebeam. Okay. I don't think it exists, and All I don't right. see any reason why they would use it when there's real oh yeah, uh, aliens. And I mean yeah. by aliens, fallen angels. Right, right. And surely these, a, 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 you know, when they become Nephilim, or even if they're just uh, a fallen angel, they can't navigate this anymore with just their biological body that they were pounding the planet with here when right. when they got in trouble and got uh, caught up in a flood. I mean, they, you know, mm-hmm. the gravity held them down. They didn't jump up and float above the water and go, ha ha, right. you can't drown me. They drowned. Right. Yeah. They right. were destroyed. Yeah. And, I agree and, with you that Project Bluebeam is not really necessary. Uh, but you know, I, when a magician has a bag full of tricks and he's got oh, okay. a really good illusion, he wants to oh, show well, then that, Yeah, that might <laughs> right? scare the bejeep. Yeah, yeah, I, I get you. <laughs> okay. I got yeah. you. Okay. Well, the real thing would scare the bejeebers out of me bad enough. wouldn't have to add some holograph to it. Right, but, uh, right. But see, hey, for who the knows? vast majority of people, if they put a holographic image of Jesus in the sky, and say, oh, Jesus has come again, and he wants you to... Uh, Get, go into the spaceship, <laughs> march oh. into the spaceship, and we'll take you off and put you on Mars, right? Well, that's and, back you know, to unfortunately, the a lot of people will, will believe it, right? Well, yeah, that's yeah. just like the Independence right. movie where they were on top of the building holding signs, welcome, welcome, you know. Yeah, right, before they're vaporized by Yeah, they by were the vaporized. Enemy. Right, yeah. exactly. Now, this is how, you know, because the fact is, Doc, the enemy we're dealing with lo- just loves to play with people's minds. Before, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I can see them, that. Right? Hey, we, we, we're you, were talk- you were talking, you were talking, Nibiru. You were talking, you were talking Nibiru. Right. And, okay. and, 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 and you were talking about, uh, Marshall Masters. Right. And, uh, that brought up my thought about the Colburn Bible and mm-hmm. uh yes and the probability that Jeremiah wrote it mhm and, well, yeah, he, and then revelation chapter 16 talks about a, a, a prominence from the sun a solar flare uh pretty much you know burning up the surface of the earth yes uh, whatever side of the earth is facing the sun at the time right well this prophet that was writing in one of the books of the Colburn Bible. It's just like ours. It has the book of man. It has the book of this and all that. Well, one of them says he's a prophet and that they'd naysayed him. And, hey, you know, you're, you know, Bozo. You know, they were doing the same thing to Quit him. Quit talking about the Higgs boson. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe they were doing the same thing at, to right. Noah that they were doing to Jeremiah. And he yeah. says, hey, you're making fun of me, but, hey, and he called it the destroyers going right. to come. Right. Mm-hmm. So it hey, probably is so a reference to Let's, let's, let's yeah. put it all together, Eli. Well, I think, yeah, yeah. We now, got remember, now remember, Go uh, you know, these WalMarts that have been closed down. Uh, it's been uh, revealed that there's all kinds of tunnels 
underneath these Walmarts. Yeah, you know, I've heard that. Uh-huh. I really get skeptical. You know, I saw a video of a guy going behind a Walmart, and he said, look at all this, look at all this. There's the things they're going to put them in, and blah, blah, blah. And I'm thinking there were two guys in T-shirts and tennis shoes walking around these two uh, storage containers with a bunch of scaffolding equipment out back behind the Walmart. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, why? what's his problem? Why didn't he get out of his pickup truck? You could tell he was in one. Yeah. Why doesn't he get out? Is he too coward to get out and go up to a couple guys and say, hey, what's going on? <laughs> right. <laughs> no, no, he had to go sneak around there. and Oh, looky right. here. Looky here. This is scary stuff. It's a container and right. a bunch of scaffolding equipment and two guys in a T-shirt and a tennis right. shoes. Oh, my gosh. I can't get out. That's too scary. Uh, Baloney. Right. Now, I, and that's not to say that they're not involved, okay? Sure. What I'm saying is, We've got to start getting some cojones here, right, and yeah, those kind yeah. of people need to get out of that pickup and go over and say, what <laughs> right, the yeah, is going right, on, dude, yeah. you know? But least, we know yeah, well, yeah, we know that the initial, uh, of course, the mainstream media is not covering any of this, which uh, makes it even more interesting. You know, so whatever yeah. the mainstream media refuses to cover is probably true, <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, that's that's a good that, that's a you know that's a good way to make yourself rich at Las Vegas for sure. But yeah, right, the odds are in our favor. We've yeah, been yeah, right, yeah. and the mainstream media has been wrong since nine eleven. And they make millions off of a one or two percent uh, right. advantage. Yeah. Imagine the advantage of this. I mean, it's way yeah, more than one or two percent. Yeah, right. It depends on your wager. So I, I think you know, it's really obvious that the mainstream media lies to us all the time. They're not telling us what's getting ready to happen, whether it's something they're staging or whether it's some kind of cosmic event that they're planning for. Okay. But we know... But something's coming, huh? Something's That's, coming. Right. Okay. And, now, and Khan, yeah. your buddy, Khan? Right. Oh, Rabbi, Rabbi Khan, right. Yeah. Well, he predicted September 13, 2015, America Ooh. will be judged. Oh, okay, by 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 Zog, not by God, by Zog. Uh, if they can stage nine eleven, they can stage nine thirteen. Of course. Yes. Of course. Nine eleven. You know, nine eleven had to have taken years of preparation. The plan. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, Why don't uh, we just kind of saw off the eastern side of the United States yeah, right. and let them <laughs> yeah, float out right. there and yeah. just have their now, own? You know? Now, if it's true that the Federal Reserve Bank's moving to Chicago, that makes me feel a lot better. Well, <laughs> 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 <Right? laughs> except the fact you might get more harassment in your yeah, local right. bookstore, you know? <laughs> right. They're going to be throwing pies. That's Eli. There he is. He's sitting over there in the corner. Let's get a pie and throw it in his face. Right, right, yeah. So, uh, but things are getting more and more interesting all the time, right? And, Uh uh, you know, the, the one thing, you know, the common denominator behind all these things is, Whatever the federal government is up to, you cannot trust them, you cannot believe them, no. and you know for for a fact that they're coming after patriots. Well, and I I'm going to tell, tell you something. I, okay. I, this sounds kind of bad. I'm going to say it. what you said is really. A, I think that exact that that's exactly what's going to happen. But I'm going to tell you something. What is it they've got planned that keeps us from winning? Because if they take us on, mm-hmm. they're going to lose. Yes, they are. 
That's why they have to constantly pull the wool over our eyes and and uh, get us to uh, bite on their con jobs, right? Mm-hmm. And they've been trying to use vaccination. And you know, when when we get vaccinated, we're going to get sick and die. That's what all these vaccination programs are really about. Either that, if we don't die, they'll make us so sick we can't resist. Well, I expect to see this. Here's what I expect. I don't think they're going to even bring up the vaccination thing. I think that all of a sudden uh, people are going to be driving. They go over a hill hill, and they're going to see a dead cow. They're going to see a dead sheep. Then they're going to see dead chickens everywhere. And then all of a sudden they're going to see a military roadblock right around the corner that they didn't see. And they're going to walk out there with gas mask on and scare the bejeebers out of everybody and say, here, put this on. You got to get out of here. You're quarantined. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. And they were the one that threw the dead cows and the dead sheep out there. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's more theater. Yeah. Yeah, They're going to try to fool us because they don't want to take us on directly because there's, Doc, there's 200 million guns owned by civilians in this country. You know what? They, they can't. Uh, they can't have an army big enough to fight can't. that kind of force. And as and in spite of the fact that uh, Texas got more than its fair share of uh, Hispanics coming in from Mexico, right? The heart of Texas people is very. Uh-huh. Uh, independent. Remember the Alamo, Doc. Oh man! <laughs> Remember the Alamo. Uh, they're, they're still there. They're not going to brainwash these Texans. No, no way. There's no. Now they yeah. might get away with doing it in New Mexico. Right. They might. Maybe. Yeah, you, you know, they might get <laughs> right away with. Maybe Louisiana, <laughs> right <laughs> down in New Orleans. You know, at Mardi Gras time, they could care less about gun rights. Right yeah, yeah, in New yeah. Orleans, but not yeah. in Texas. Well, you get deep in the swamps, you might not come out. I mean, they right. don't like revenue down there. Right? Yeah. I mean, there's gun-loving uh, Cajun people in those swamps that don't like yeah. farmers, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Revenueers. Right. Yeah, revenueers. So this uh, this it's not going to go well. That's for sure. And every trick they have up their sleeve is not going to work because. Ultimately, they're trying to destroy our freedom in the name of preserving our freedom. But you don't put troops, military troops, in American cities with the excuse that they're trying to preserve our freedom? Who's the invader? Who's invading? Let's let's pull everything we just talked about might happen. Uh, And let's just say we know this for a fact. There is an operation. It is called Jade Helm. They are putting people... Uh, military in public venues, and that alone is wrong. That's right. Period. Alone. All by Total itself. violation of posse comitatus. Right. And the military is not supposed to do that uh, on our, against our own people. No, They have no excuse. There can be no excuse for it. And the excuse right. they're giving is vague. Oh, well, we're preparing for some kind of invasion. Well, who's the invasion? Who's invading our country that hasn't been invited in by the federal government? <laughs> well, we've been invaded, but they don't. Us. The That's very people that we need to get rid of are the ones actually yeah. organizing That's Jade Helm. That's right. That's right. So none of it makes any sense from a rational perspective. But, of course, we're not dealing with a rational. We're de- dealing with brainwashing, right. and brainwashing does not require logic. It just requires that you believe the lie. That's right. Right? 
Okay. Eli, I know you've got to go. It's yeah. past time. He's got to get ready for another show. And thanks for coming. All right. It's been fun, Doc. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I thanks a lot. Take care. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. Okay, folks. Stand by. We're going to uh, take a break, and we'll be right back. No one in the family will go near it. Ask someone to find something in it, and you'll find a less than enthusiastic response. What is it that's in your home that causes grown men to cower and children to run for cover? Run! Food storage. That's right. Food storage shouldn't be scary. At Simply Your Food, we are the premier providers of long-term, storable, GMO, and MSG-free meats, veggies, fruit, dairy, and pantry essentials like powdered butter. We even have a gluten-free line. Food storage shouldn't be scary. Let Simply Your Food help you with your food storage needs. Go to simplyyourfood.com or call 866-251-7511 and let us take the scary out of food storage. unexplained urgency? If so, you may be part of the remnant being called into the wilderness. Welcome back to the Waterman Files. Well, let's see here. One of the things that I want to go over before we end today's broadcast is something that I went over in the past, and uh, it's really important to kind of get this concept down real, uh, really solid because it might have severe consequences in the future of not understanding what I'm going to tell you about communications. Sometimes, and maybe unfortunately in the future you might have to communicate in a clandestine way where your message is coded and you need to have something ready to go uh the most secure way to do that is to have a code book with the person that you are communicating with so this takes preparation let me get a drink here hang on a second So, how does this work? Well, 
In a military operation, you might use something like a Bible, believe it or not. Most Bibles have two columns on each page, right? Then they have the chapter and verses numbered. So if you were to pick up, uh, let's just kind of get this uh, uh, basic part done. If you were to pick up a Bible, or imagine, you know, two pages of a Bible, open to any page, okay? A lot of times you have a reference uh, column down the middle between the two columns. But on the left you have verses, on the right you have verses of that page, and then on the other facing page you have the same thing. Now, if two people have the same Bible, exactly, identical, here's what you do. You use it as a code book to words, and here's how it would work. When you open up that Bible, over on the left is a column, and then the second column on the left page is uh, a column, then you have a third column, and you have a fourth column, and those two are on the right. The first column could be A, then it's B, and then on the next page it's C, and then it's D. Now, you're going to have page numbers, and here's how you could do it. You could say, and you're going to have to try and pick out words from these two pages, say, for example, or flip to another page, and you're going to be picking out words like go or the or and and when and, uh, you know, whatever, whatever word you need, okay? Now, you're going to need a book to help you find where a word you want is. So you need a book that's in alphabetical order that has all the words in the King James, say, for example. And you could get something like a Strong's Concordance to do it. And they're inexpensive. They're like 7 $8. And Strong's Concordance is a list of all the words in the Bible in alphabetical order. Strong's took every word and put how many times it occurred, and then he, of course, assigned a number to that that goes to the back section of the concordance that says what the Greek root word was or what the Hebrew root word was. And you don't need that part. So if you're looking for uh, the word second, S-E-C-O-N-D, you know, you can look that up alphabetically, find out what chapter and verse it occurs in, because he lists everywhere in the Bible that it, 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 it occurs. Now, you take your particular Bible, now you would looked up the book and the verse, the book, chapter, and verse, and that might happen to be on page 29. It might also be 130. Now, when you open up a the two pages or into a Bible, you're going to have two page numbers, the one on the left and the one on the right. But if you have columns A, B, C, D, it doesn't make any difference which page number you use. See, one time you can use 130, the next time you can use 129, and you're still talking about the two same, the same two pages. And what you do is you give the page number first, then you give a letter for the column, a, B, C, D. Then you give the number of verses down. So you might put uh, 25. So you go to 25, and then the next number is how many 
written words into that verse it is. So if the word second happens to appear on page 30, column A, verse 25, and second is the fifth word in, you would last number you would have would be five. Then the next time you use the word second, don't use that same code because second appears again somewhere else. These are the kind of codes and coding secret message style <laughs> that you better start getting ready to use with the remnant and your ground crew and the people you trust because some of these are going to start having to appear if things get really bad over the radio and you're going to hear stuff like the chair is against the wall and stuff like John has a long mustache. I know it sounds kind of corny, but you've heard the if you haven't heard number stations before, go over to the Waterman files. Go over to the right-hand column and look down there. You'll see a, a link section called communications. I think that's what it's called. And that's where you can go to look up stuff about shortwave. And there is one link there to number stations, and you can go listen. And so that section is called Radio Com Links for Communications. And uh, there's even a guide there, uh, a link over to uh, Shortwave for Beginners. And Shortwave for Beginners begins to not only tell you if you are going to be using it to communicate with, but it tells you how to use a shortwave radio to listen with. It tells you what ham radio is, tells you about the different things. So it gets you acquainted and you can kind of peruse that. But there's this website and it's got a kind of funny looking name. It's called Pryom. P-R-I-Y-O-M, and you see the link there. And when you click that link, you're going to go to a very interesting website. It's all about number stations. And there's a, a little thing on the left that says, what is a number station? Now, what are number stations? You can get on a shortwave radio, and all of a sudden you'll hear uno, dos, dos, uno, cuatro, you know, all these numbers. Then there'll be a pause. They'll do it again. What is it? It's code. And it's been going on for years and years. And it's very hard for people to break the code, especially if you're using a, a very unique book or maybe even a book that was never publicly published. Are you following me? But a Bible's a wonderful book to use for that. We're going to be going over that a little bit more again, and we're going to be doing some practice runs. And we'll do it so that you can use any Bible at first, and I'll tell you how to expect to use that. But next week, we're going to go over communications. I want you to get ready if you're just listening to the radio for your info, this is important because when we start getting our stuff together and these things start coming down, we might need to have rendezvous in secret and we need to have 
help messages coded and and things like that so that people don't know what we're saying. And so next week, we'll, we'll be starting to cover that, and we're going to call it Operation Communicate. Well, folks, it's been my pleasure, and uh, I'm really glad that we've had this time to... Fridays is kind of a unique uh, day for the show, and and we kind of kick back and kind of chit-chat and talk, and sometimes we get serious. Uh, Monday, uh, James, Dr. James Fetzer, is going to be back on, um, and uh, we're going to be discussing some other topics, and it's very interesting. So I'll see you real soon. Have a good weekend, and goodbye. Simple dream that I tripped over